This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. All right, we're, uh, we're going to talk about Enyan today, that it's going to be tough love. Now, what do I mean by tough love? You'll explain, I'm going to explain to you what I'm telling you right now. That's through Perkavot. Now, we're going to discuss facts. Facts. And it says, now, stop right here. What does it say? What does Rikavot say in the second Perik first Mishnah? There's a, what does Schar mean? Reward. Reward. There's a reward from Avera over here. Look at the reward of the Avon. Against what you lose. What does that mean, reward of Avera? The answer is very simple. A person in life has to do on everything. And nothing in life that we do in this world will go unpunished or unrewarded. It goes both ways. Not one iota in your life will go unpunished or unrewarded. I'll start with the punish and then I'll go to the reward. Unpunished means the the, the Prakavod is saying make sure you know this. Every Avera you're going to get schar avera, meaning to say, you're going to get enjoyment from the avera, that's the reward of the avera, the enjoyment of the avera. Go look at any avera, the enjoyment of any avera, and you'll see it's literally a very, 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 very minute, minute, minute pleasure. Or even if it is a big pleasure, but guess what? That pleasure ends very quickly, and you have to understand there's repercussions from that. Can I get what? Have said that. What do you lose from the gain of the Avera? There's no way in the world, if you actually contemplate, you'll do any Avera in the world. No matter how big the person's lust and pleasure is, he will not do it. But the problem is he doesn't think. He's not thinking the gains and the loss. There's a big loss. Imagine a person over here, suddenly all of a sudden says, you know what, what's going to happen if, if you do A, B, and C? If you go to a place you're not supposed to go to, his legs get cut off. Will he ever go there? He'll never ever go. But he doesn't look like that. Ah, Hashem forgives me, don't worry. No, you can't think like that. Hashem is not mevater. You cannot think like that. Oh, I'll do this over now. Make tshuva after. Have to make tshuva. Ah, Hashem's mochel. I'm his child. You understand? Can't make cheshbonot like that. This cheshbonot you cannot make. It doesn't go. It doesn't go unseen. And therefore, don't think, say about Rasha. Rasha Menusha, the guy is Rasha, he's Mahalal Shabbat, he drives a car on Shabbat. Don't think that that guy, every single time will drive, don't think he's going to go unpunished with that. No, that will happen. But you say to yourself, whoa, what's going on? Nothing's happening to that guy. It'll happen. It'll happen. And if it's not in this, then in the next, the Pasuk says, El emuna ve'en aver tzadik v'yashar hu. What does that mean, El emuna? It says, that Rasha, 
Just like he'll get punished on the smallest sin in the next world, he'll get punished, the tzaddik, in this world for the smallest sin. So therefore he won't have to go through the Gehina. Now let's go through the reward. That's the punishment. So you have to be careful. People think lightly, you know, big deal. Ah, I spoke, I did, I that. I saw what something was supposed to look at. Ah, big de- I ate the- no, it's a very big deal. It's a very big deal. It's not worth the repercussions that come after. You know, it's just not worth it. It's like, uh, if you take a, take a guy, a drug bust, right? He's selling uh, drugs and all of a sudden he gets caught and he has to put it, be in jail over 10 years. And then you go ask the guy, it's not worth it. I sold some drugs. I made a hundred thousand dollars, half a million dollars, even made three million dollars. Now you got to sit in jail for ten years, twenty years in jail for three million dollars that he can't even enjoy until now. He's fifty-five years old, sixty years old. Come on! You understand what I'm trying to say? So you have to contemplate the Prakavod is teaching you that, and we're bringing it out for you. It's not just no. It's just not worth it. It just doesn't doesn't even make sense to any of that uh, any of that being said. Now let's go to vice versa. Now that's when it comes to what uh, that's when it comes to uh, uh, avon, right? That's when it comes to what uh, the avon. Now let's go what uh, to the reward. But I want to just stop here for a second and just understand what I'm telling you. Here. It's just not worth it. It's not worth it. You know, you see people later on in life. Sometimes that it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Any sin out there is not worth it to do. Now let's go to reward. Now look at the loss of the mitzvah, keneged the gain. Look at the loss of any mitzvah against the gain. Now let's go through reward now. Reward is a tremendous, tremendous reward. Now, let's say, for example, you missed Minyan one day, and you missed the Kaddish. I'm giving an example. Or you missed the Shi'ur Torah. Imagine that Shi'ur Torah, if I would tell you, if you would have came that Shi'ur, imagine I tell you, you will be owning Amazon. How much is Amazon worth? You know, how much is Amazon worth? If Amazon right now will sell, how much will you make on it? Huh? Around, give me a number. What, what do you think? 100 million? I think more. 100 billion. Okay. 100 billion. Imagine right now, Amazon is waiting over there. Oh, by the way, I was gonna, if you would have came to Shur tonight, I was going to give you the, my whole Amazon, by the way. Uh, what? No, my whole Amazon would have gave you. Imagine Tesla. The whole Tesla. I would have gave you the whole Tesla, right? It's also a few billion. Huh? Tesla? Huh? He tells you, oh, by the way, uh, you're not sure, I, was, I was giving you Tesla today. That's how you have to view every single mitzvah. That's how you have to view, because that's the truth, by the way. That's the truth. Like how I tell you personally, right? I tell you, where's the other thing, this, that, that, that. I tell you that, right? So, right? He, he can, this person that's, that, that, that's behind the camera over here, that's doing it, I, I, I motivate him. I say, what? I, I tell him things, you know, do this and that. But if a person really understood the reward behind every mitzvah, he would be a majnun, a lunatic, a crazy man running for mitzvot. That's what you would do. That's what you would do. Think about it. A guy has $100 million in the bank. Is he still working and hustling and making more and making more money, more money, more money? Yes or no? 
He's hustling more than the guy who doesn't even have uh, doesn't even have a million. He's hustling more. Why? His adrenaline is so pumped. When you see your reward of one mitzvah, your adrenaline will pump so much you'll never miss out on any mitzvah. You'll be a lunatic in mitzvot. You'll go crazy to mitzvot. You'll be a hustler. You know what I'm saying? That's the, that's the way you'll be. But the problem is, you don't see it in front of you. And because you don't see it in front of you, you don't, you don't see the reward, so you don't hustle as much. Oh, you take things easy. Oh, okay, I learned one hour today. Oh, I did this mitzvah today. You're, you, you feel accomplished with what the little that you did. You did a lot. Any mitzvah is a lot. But you did a, a, the, little, the, the, the more that you could have done, you'd say, oh, I don't have to do more because I did this. How did the Yetzirah get me many years? He got me. He says, you know what? Oh, wow. You know, you know this Mesechat Gemara? You don't have to hustle so much anymore to go, you have one Gemara. Who in the world has a, a Kenyan on one Gemara? Who? How many people? I'm talking about a Kenyan. I'm talking about a Kenyan on one Gemara. Who? So you say to yourself, oh, Yetzirah says, you have one. Wow, you did one Mesechat. You did a Kenyan on Mesechat. You did it. You did it so well. You know it so well. So you tap yourself on the back and, yeah, I'm good. No. No, you got to double down, you got to triple down everything you think you do. Mitzvot, 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 you don't stop. How do you think the Golim made it? How do you think the Havetz Haim made it to be the Havetz Haim? Because he saw the reward in front of him like as if he's getting an awesome reward. He saw it right there. And he saw the Havetz same thing. He saw Gainam right there. He understood. You just Havetz forget about it. Age of 16 to the grave, you know, to the graveyard. You know, to the grave, you know what I'm talking about, the grave? You go in the hole, in that inside the hole, make believe, oh, and it goes through, what did I accomplish, what am I going to do? It would pump him up and get out, okay, I'm still alive, I got to go steig, I got to go learn, I got to do more and more and more. And he didn't stop. And he didn't stop. Because he knew, he knew. He knew the reward. Now forget about it, Ganeddin. Oh, forget. His Ganeddin is, you can't even talk how big his Ganeddin is. Because he understood that one time, they, 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 one of his talmidim heard behind the the the, the 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 door. He heard behind the door. He heard the Havetz Haim uh, saying, "Hashbon uh, uh, Okay, as if he's dead, as if he's dead, and now he's in Shemaim. They're like, "Okay, now you're in Shemaim. Did you learn Torah?" He says, "Yes." He's making it like a dialogue, like a play, you know, like a dialogue. Did you learn Torah? Yes. Okay, did you learn the Shas? Yes. Okay, you le- let's start. Mesema Berachot. Dav Bet. Dav Mem. Dav Nun. And he's saying in his mind, okay, Dav Nun, it says like this. Dav Mem, it says like that. Dav Gimel, it says like that. Okay, next. Mesema Shabbat. He's going, okay, next. Mesema Rubin. He gets to one of the Mesema. Oh, what does it say on this line, on this page, on the bottom? Oh my goodness. I don't know. You don't know, and you're claiming that you know Torah, and, and he starts chambling, he's making the whole thing, ah. And all of a sudden, he, he, like, he wakes up, oh, I'm still alive, I still have time, I can still learn it again, okay, let me go, and he learns the whole thing. <laughs> it's not a joke, you think it's serious. What, you think he become the Havetz Haim just like that? Like, oh yeah, Muhammad Haim? Look at his legacy, do you want to be remembered when you leave this world? No, but you give up hope, he's saying, me, I'm never going to be remembered. What's going to be with you? What's going to be with you? You know what I'm saying? No, don't give up on yourself. 
Don't ever give up on yourself. Don't ever think that it's too late. It's this, it's that, it's that. It's never too late. No matter what your age you are, it's never too late. I told you the whole story about Rosh uh, Finkel when, when one of his uh, Talmudim came and uh, he was 70, 70, he was making a 70 year old birthday and he asked him what's your hashbon and the whole thing. I'm not going to go into that, but remember that story I told you? Rosh Svi Finkel? He told me he was a 70 year old man and to finish the whole, finish the whole Torah. He said, I'll finish by 93. So? What's that? You gotta have shei fort in life. You gotta think big. You think they can't, can't think small. You can't think that you you can't do it. Nobody can do it in life. Nobody can do anything. But when Borei Olam sees that you're doing as much as you can, then Borei Olam sends you the elevator to to, to lift you up. To lift you up. This is a great uh, great lesson that we're learning here today. The great Musad. said mitzvah. You lost the mitzvah. You say, "How's the I have another year. I'm still young. I'm 18 years old. I'm 19. Then you hit 45. You're like, "Oh my goodness, I'm getting older." Then you hit 75. You're like, "Oh my goodness, I'm a grandpa already. I can't believe it. This is crazy. I'm so." Then you hit 95. You're like, "Oh, I didn't accomplish what I wanted to accomplish." Don't do that. Start wherever you are right now, and hustle very hard. Hustle very hard. You know, a guy in the back. I was speaking to him today. I said, "How come, how come you didn't come to to Shi'ur? How come you don't come to Shi'ur in the morning?" 7 o'clock in the morning, how come you don't come? So he tells me, it's hard for me to wake up 7. But 7.45, I could come to Minyan. I tell him, I don't understand, you want Ganeidin easy? What, you think you're going to sit in the front of Ganeidin just easy? What'd you do? I came to Minyan at 7.45. You didn't learn? No, I was tired. Oh, so, so come sit in the front. That's what we're going to tell him? We're going to see the guy who hustled and made sure that he woke up early for class to make sure he was early for sure. He's going to be the guy that's going to be there. Yes! What'd you do? I, it was hard for me and I came anyway. So every, every mitzvah that's hard you can't do anymore. That's it, finished. Guy tells me it's hard for me to learn at night. So, and it's not hard for me. It's hard for everybody. Come anyway. What's the problem? It's hard for me to learn my, my head, my this, my brain, my this, my that. Have ADD. I can't. But then when I give him a whole uh, suitcase full of money... $250,000, count it. He doesn't have two ADD. It's a true story, by the way. One guy was making a real estate deal. He said, Rabbi, come give me a barakha for my real estate deal. True story, I saw it. He said, come give me a barakha for my real estate deal. So what's going on? He said, I'm having a closing today. I go there, they go downstairs, there's that. It's crazy. The guy doesn't have ADD. Tach, 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 tach. A few minutes, boom, boom. I witnessed it. I couldn't believe it. This is the guy that has ADD. How come now all of a sudden he has ADD? Now I told him, listen, the next time we learn Gemara, there's no, uh, you know, spacing out over there. Oh, oh, Gemara. Understand <laughs> what's going on over here? Don't think, don't sell yourself short. Don't think you can't do it. You can do it. You, if you put your mind to it, you can do it. You're healthy, you're normal, you have a brain. You can do it. Don't, don't ever say you can't. The girl, I can't be to you, oh, it's too hot. You can. I say you can, you can. If you want to, you can. Just want. But notice the motivation behind the want. Think about it. The reward is so great. Even the Mishnah time, the reward is so great. Do you realize that should motivate you to put you on, on, on adrenaline rush 24-7? The reward is so great. What are you thinking? What are you doing? What? 
If I gave you a minute, if I gave you 10 minutes, go to Chase Manhattan Bank, they tell you, hey, take a wagon, they get a big big wagon, they give you a wagon, you know, you know the wagons that you do in the supermarket, you know the wagon supermarket. You ever go shopping? Ah, huh? Jonathan. You ever go, you know what I'm talking about, the wagon? They give you 10 wagons, 25 wagons. They give you all those wagons. So that one, you know you know you can do. Huh? The carts. The, the cart, right? The cart, they give you the cart, yeah, you can fill up. They tell you, you have 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes. And imagine right now, they wake you up in the middle of the night. It's 3 o'clock. They wake you up, they tap you on the shoulder. Come, come, come. I say, what? We have, a, we, have a, we have a deal for you. What, what, what's the deal? You have the, the, the Chase Manhattan, you, you win the lotto, but they have to come right now. The lotto is that you get 10, 15 minutes in Chase Manhattan's vault, and you can take whatever you want from that. Whatever you want. Tell me. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. You're dead tired, yes or no? Yes or no? Are you going to be dead tired after they wake you up and they tell you to chase this? Oh, yes or no? All of a sudden, you have the adrenaline of a lion. Like, oh! Where would you get the energy from? Because you know the gain is so great. Remember when you were younger? Like that first time you're going on a plane, you're like excited, I'm going to Florida, wherever you're going. Like, you can't sleep at night? I can't, I can't. You know, you know what I'm trying to say? That adrenaline has to be 24-7 when it comes to the service of Borel now. It's got to be on fire 24-7. Because the reward is, the stakes is too big. The reward is too big. It's too big. You can't mess around. That's all the Gdolim. Every single Gadol. He understood that. He knew what's, what's the reward. Of course, the, 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 the level is uh, to serve Hashem for no reward. We understand that. But it's not a contradiction to the fact that you will gain that reward. It's facts. You'll get that reward. I also at the same time want, do Hashem Shemaim 100% by Hashem who cares about the reward. You're right. It's not a contradiction. But my point I'm trying to make is that you'll be on fire 24-7. You'll be adrenaline rush 24-7, non-stop, 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 non-stop. When's the next mitzvah? When's the next mitzvah? When's the next mitzvah? I can't wait to pray Shahid. I can't wait to pray Minah. I can't wait to pray Arbit. I can't wait to answer Amen. I can't wait to say a barakah before I eat. I can't wait to, 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 to do a hasan. I can't wait to give tzedakah. I can't wait to learn Torah. I can't wait to be tzniyut. It's a whole, it's a whole, uh, whole cheshbonot over here. It's a whole thing. You got to be on fire 24-7. The second it's, uh, the adrenaline stopping, that means already right now, the belief in your reward is not there fully. Because if it was, you, you'll be on fire. You, you won't be tired. I was at the barber shop, and I see the guy over there. I said, what's going on? He's giving me a haircut. It was right after, uh, like, you know, like Baomet, Lamadam Baomet. He says, Rabbi, today, I, I'm just pumped. I said, why? He says, I have lined up. As soon as I'm finished, I have another customer. As soon as I'm finished, as soon as I'm finished, another customer. He was fired up. He was fired up. Because he knew what's going on. He knew what's happening. You have to be fired up every single second of your life. You know what it is? Hashem gave you an extra second of life. What are you going to do with that life? What are you going to do with it? Hustle, do Torah mitzvot. 
And your whole life is Torah mitzvot, because even when you're eating, it's a mitzvah. Think, just think about it. You're eating breakfast, eating lunch, eating dinner. Just have in mind. Just have in mind. I'm eating in order to be healthy, to be strong, in order to serve Hashem. You need to eat in order to survive and to walk and to talk and to learn and to pray. So it's a mitzvah to eat. It's a mitzvah to sleep. So just think that before you go to sleep. It's a mitzvah to take a shower, take care of your body. Your mitzvah. So if you think like that, you have a mode like that, you'll never, never stop. But we're going to end up over here. But please, review the shiur. The shiur, review it. Send it out to your friends. Talk about it. But the point is, you get the point. The point is, be on fire 24-7. And if you're ever uh, getting, getting down a little bit, review this. I got a reward in it. Remember, remember the reward. Remember the reward that's at stake. Remember the reward at stake. You understand what's going on? I remember a fellow that was very big in Kiruv. And uh, after his like, prime, he was much older then. And he says to me, I remember when I had guys, they were so off the derech. And it was so easy at the time. And I tried here, there, but I didn't put my full. I should have brought more and more and more and more and more. How many more in the want to be saved? How many more? We don't want to say that at the end. At the end, don't live your, live your life to, to the maximum. Live your life to, the, to the, the best capacity that you can build it. You know, they interviewed one NBA player. At the end, he was retiring. And they said, aren't you going to miss the game of basketball? You played for 20 years straight. And you were the best one in the league. And he said, no. They didn't believe him. The interviews said, what? How could it be? They said, because I knew I gave every sweat, tear, every power of energy that I had for these 20 years in the game of basketball. I couldn't do more. And that means I did the best that I can do. And that's why I don't feel bad retiring from the game of basketball. Same thing. You do the best as you can do. And then when you get to the deathbed after 120 on the deathbed, you say, I know I did the best. I'm not scared to leave this world. I know whatever I did, I was able, I did my full kawach. Put in your full kohot in everything you do. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.